Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Jesus Christ, $80. She said, didn't you just lose your job? This is how you spend any money? <laughs> I go, fine, you wanted to go to lunch. And she's like, we didn't have to spend $80. I said, Ma, I suggested Burger King, and you said, no, you wanted to go to a sit-down place. <laughs> and she goes, I mean, we could have went to Denny's. We could have went to Village Inn. I said, you take, and it's just laying it on thick, you know? And she's like, I mean, Jesus Christ, I didn't know you were rolling like that. Just because Wells Fargo even have enough room for your money. That's the question. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, Ma, throw up the food now. I don't want you to have it. <laughs> Giving me fucking shit. And then she just starts laughing. <laughs> but um, that's that's my mother, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> well, she wouldn't be doing her job if she didn't, you know. Right. Wasn't Constantly giving me shit. Right. All the time. <laughs> so... All right, welcome everybody to the Lazy Geeks, a weekly podcast that takes an unfiltered look at geek and pop culture and removes all that clickbait clutter we're thinking so you don't have to. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. Uh, so she was there for Halloween then? Yeah. Yeah, what'd you guys do? Nothing. <laughs> um, some of my kids went to like this like socially distanced kids party thing they had going on at one of the schools. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just kept their mask on and enjoyed that. Uh, we, she, we made like snacks and stuff for the younger kids and they watched movies and, you know, kids just want candy. They don't fucking care. Yeah. If they go out or not. We had one trick or treater the whole night yeah. and it was kind of funny cause so they're, they're a trick or treater of four. So you have the two parents and the two kids. So they were very respectful. They rang the bell and backed up, held the bag out as far as they could, you know, <laughs> that kind of shit. And my wife went to the door with the mask on. And my wife was kind of bummed out that we were trick-or-treaters. So she was super excited. Gave, I think they gave that kid like 800 pieces of candy. <laughs> you know? Somebody's going to have a sugar coma. Right. And um, I kind of peek out because I don't. I'm not the face of the company around here. Okay. I don't <laughs> interact with the public. My wife does. So I kind of peek around the corner and the, one of the dad has like a, a MAGA hat on 
and um, it's not a costume. He's just wearing one. And I go, okay. And then um, my wife says, okay, have a great day. Closes the door and she goes, did you see he had a MAGA hat on? <laughs> and I go, did you realize that we lived in a middle-class Arizona neighborhood? <laughs> <laughs> I said, so what? I said, that's why he's trick-or-treating. <laughs> I said, none of the Democrats are trick-or-treating. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> but you should have been like, and they're like, hey, nice costume. Would you dress up as a fucking idiot? <laughs> <laughs> the holiday would be respectful. I know the guy too. I, I've seen him. He's a very nice guy. Um, there's this other dude though, speaking of Trump, but this dude that moved in a couple months ago and he has this giant pickup truck. Oh, God. And it annoys me to no end because he he he'll park on he parks on my side of the complex. I can't see around this fucking thing. Mind you, I'm in a minivan. I can't see anything if I'm by this truck. It's lifted, whatever, you know. But it's got two flags on the back. And I'm talking full-size flags, baby. One's the American flag. One's a Trump flag. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking at it one day just because I was standing by my car waiting for my wife. And the guy comes out. And I've spoken to him before. And he likes to bust balls and shit. And I'm looking at it. He goes, oh, you like my flags? And I'm like, is that one a Trump flag? I already knew it was. He's like, that's right, it is. And I go, oh, okay. I said, um, why is it at the same level as the American flag? They don't even put the state flag at the same level as the American flag. I go, you love Trump that much? And he goes, I might change my flags. <laughs> like he didn't realize. I'm like, you. And the Trump flag was, um, it, you could tell it was newer. Obviously, right. so it was. Um, it looked nicer than the American flag, and it just caught me. Like, I think this is against flag code. I don't think mm. you can. You're supposed to have them. No, when right you see, next to each other. Yeah, when you see, yeah, when you see them, state flags and stuff that are always lower than the American flag. Always below, because yeah. obviously, the American flag is the more significant one. Right. You know, I do think it's kind of weird. Like, I understand that the people that fly American flags are usually like ultra conservatives or whatever, but seeing an American flag does not bother me. No, I've, the, I've, no- I've noticed, I've noticed a lot of people do get bothered by it now. They're like, Oh, you see that dude with the American flag? Who cares? Like, I mean, I that no, is our flag. Yeah. I have yeah. no problem with that. It's when they start doing the Trump flag right next to it or the right. same thing. It's, it's kind of like, like, that's where you're like, you can rep Trump if you want. It's fine. That's your freedom. Do that. But you shouldn't have. I've seen the Trump flag above the American flag. I'm like, you're just an idiot. Like, yeah. you don't know if you're putting. Because to me, the American flag, a lot of people are like, oh, the American flag is the U.S. government. That's not true. American flag represents the people. Right. All of them. Not just <laughs> Democrats or Republicans. All of them. When I see someone who has like a little American, there was a truck. He had an American flag and then a bigger flag above it that said Trump 2020. And I was like, Trump's more important than the American people to you? Yeah. Like, that's what it's showing, you know? And I'm like, all right, you know. I'd be just as kind of piffed by it if it was a Biden flag, too. Right. We saw a Biden, like, caravan the other day. <laughs> there's just fucking, like, 20 cars. Well, I, like, this weekend, there's been a bunch of fucking caravans of Trump with... And, of course, because voting and stuff Well, like no, that. no, no. It's like they're blocking traffic. Like in the New Jersey Causeway, they had um, this whole Trump parade of Trump flags and stuff like that blocking the Causeway in New Jersey. And I was like, yeah, that's a good way to make friends with people around you. Block a New Jersey, you know, New Jersey uh, Causeway. Uh, 
there was the one in Texas where they were trying to uh, push the Biden bus off the road. Um, yeah. And then the, I heard about that. They one. had they had him here. And I noticed I go, do you ever notice that the Trump people seem to be overcompensating for something? Because all of them that are carrying the trucks are huge, jacked up, like, you know, like. Big well, I think that I think that's a commonality of Republicans. But it, it, it but you you get the you get the concept, right? It's like the the whole yeah, no, oh, no, I, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like oh, are we making up for something? You know, the the guys with the the jacked up trucks, the guys that peel out to have the loud the loud yeah. mufflers, and it's like, go ahead, are you? Because I live I live in Arizona. So pickup trucks are fucking everywhere, like no, and they're I, lifted, and it's like. What's happened? Do you use this truck? Yeah. But the, the thing is, is yeah, we see pickup trucks all the time, but they're used for something. But it's right. like those guys that jack it up where it's like literally two, um, where you need a ladder to get in and you're kind of like. But it's perfectly clean. Yeah. And you're just like, what the, f-? it's like, are we, do, do, who didn't, who didn't invite you to their birthday party when you were a kid? Like. That reminds me, that reminds me a long time ago when, um, this younger dude was with his dad. And he was in one of those really nice, super expensive pickup trucks. I was sitting outside smoking a cigarette. And I think he just got it. it that's how, that's kind of the vibe of the conversation. And they pass a beat up 80s like Ranger that had like you could see like a rack with um, equipment and stuff. Like it's just a work truck. And the kid, the younger guy is like, huh. People have to drive in this piece of shit. Look at my truck. Uh, Dad's like, yeah, but he actually works in his truck. <laughs> you're you're never gonna use that piece of shit. And I was like, because <laughs> I you see a lot too where people buy the most expensive kind of Jeep, hmm. and Jeeps are expensive. Yeah, and they don't fucking they just drive in the city. Yeah, I'm like, what's wrong with so you? They drive it on the weekends. Why are you buying cars for other people to be impressed? <laughs> I drive a minivan Ooh. because I got a big dick. You it, feel it was funny because like uh, the last week, so I was going for my walk and just so just outside my house, I crossed the street right um, right here, and I saw this pickup going by, jacked up and stuff like that. And I happened to look, and the angle that I was looking at, I get to see right inside into the driver's seat. Younger guy has this huge Trump Trump flag on a pole, yeah, and the pole is coming in through the driver's side window, which I think is illegal. Uh, I think it is too. Yeah, in um, coming through the driver's side window, um, resting between his legs, and I looked yeah, and I that's go, illegal. That's an obstruction. <laughs> yeah, I looked at that and I go, "Oh my god!" If there is ever the embodiment of a Trump person, that's it's it. Stupid. It's just like yeah. you look. Well, you, it was because you're like going, "Oh, your dick is that small that you're you you have to have I have to have this huge flag." You know, look at my dick. It's like going, "No, dude, it's it's not that." I don't know. It's just um, I come from a pretty patriotic city but i've never felt the inclination to wave a giant flag on my vehicle of anything <laughs> you know it's just it, the only the only flags you usually, the only flags i usually see here hanging on people's cars are the small ones that have the dodgers logo or the lakers logo that's yeah, well, that, yeah. that's 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 it <laughs> i mean you probably like, don't see the suns ones very much over there or, or the yeah, we do or the you know the carolina or the carolina or not the Carolina, the Arizona Cardinals, you know. They're everywhere, Steve. <laughs> People like their teams just because they suck. <laughs> You're a hometown heroes, okay? Um, no, there's a... 
what was it? Um, I was talking to a guy a long time ago, and he had this was when Hillary was running. And he wanted Hillary to win, and he had like a big sticker on his car that said "Vote Hillary," blah blah blah. And um, he's like, "Oh, you're gonna get a political sticker?" I said, "I don't put anything like that on my vehicle or my clothes or anything." I was like, oh, "Why not? Are you afraid to speak your mind?" I'm like, "No, I don't wear." Or display anything that drives attention to me because I don't want to talk to anyone. <laughs> like as soon as you put stuff like that, you draw attention and then people want to talk to you. And I'm like, I don't want to talk to anybody. And also because Hillary was a wacko. I told him that too. <laughs> I don't like Hillary. So, oh, you vote for Trump? No, I don't like him either. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yesterday, well, for Halloween over here, um, John and I just, we got some pizza and, uh, watched uh the shining and then watched um we watched that uh the new version of the witches yeah and um so we're, we did that and uh so yesterday i went to go pick up the pizza i went to domino's down the street and uh so i was like all right so i went to go pick it up there's a little line you know outside you can't go inside so standing there and this guy's ordering his pizza and then there's two people in front of me and then uh and then I had stepped out of line to go um, to CVS real quick, came back, and there's uh, two big Mexican dudes standing in front of me. And, uh, and we're standing there waiting, and I just had to pick up, but I was like, going, you know, I'm okay, I'll just wait in line until I get up to pick up. This dude shows up, sat out of his car, cuts into the front of the line, and goes, I'm just here to pick up something. And then I was like, and then he's like, and then he goes over and goes, yeah, I'm here to pick up an order. You're right in front, cut in front of this this yeah. like old lady. And then I go, yeah, you're important. And I know he heard me because the people in the front turned and looked at me. And then the, the two missing dudes like, yeah, because nobody here is, you know, picking up anything or something like that. And then I was like, fucking people don't have any fucking courtesy. And he's and the two guys are like, fuck, I know. I know he heard it. He wasn't looking our direction at all. He was just, and he didn't even pay for it. He, he handed the credit card while he was there. I was like, you aren't picking up. You're paying. You're paying for everything now. Yeah. And then the Mexican dude's like, I need to even fucking pay prepay for it. And then the other guy goes, he ain't ballers like us that actually pay for it beforehand. And he goes, <laughs> right. And he's like, only little bitches do that, you know. And he and, ain't never gonna look because he's fucking scared now. He's yeah. like, oh shit, I didn't know anyone was gonna say that. Yeah. <laughs> and then he grabbed the pizzas and like turned. And then as he turned to walk out, one guy goes, uh, the one guy. I know he did this. He smiled. He looked at me. He winked and he smiled. And he goes. Check out. A, let's let's see what car he gets into. A fucker literally didn't touch the ground as he's running back to his car to get the fuck out of there. Had out of state license plates too. Oh, that's even worse. Yeah. Don't don't be in a fucking you in someone else's neighborhood acting the damn fool. That's how you get fucking cut. Yeah. Especially like, in your fucking neighborhood. I know. It is like <laughs> I mean these dudes look like dudes. That if you sneezed wrong, they would cut you. Like that's right. how bad. Like you didn't have to do anything to them. If you just, if you, you know, you just sneezed wrong. They were, they were gonna. That was it's it. It's Just disrespectful. Bro. I see that shit all the time. Like it's just like there's you don't. Ha it's not difficult to be nice. You know who I learned that from? Pokimane. <laughs> she said that recently. <laughs> um, no, I just I don't understand it. And I'm not the sweetest guy on the planet, but I'm always courteous with people. Yeah. Like. I let people go before me. I, I'm like the most courteous driver you'll ever see, too. I'm constantly just letting everyone go before me. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> Why are we starting fights out here? Right. You know, we've got better things to do. But it's like people just love to be assholes. But that's yeah. the thing, though, is because most of the time, 
what you just said happened never happens. Yeah. People are just allowed to be dicks. Yeah. And, know? uh, yeah, like the when the guy and the two guys were talking shit. The even this little old Mexican lady that was that he cut in front of kept looking back at him and kept smiling, like <laughs> laughing at them. Oh my god! They were, I was like, oh yeah, he didn't look back at all. He was just like, it almost looked like he was like, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. <laughs> so oh, gas, bitch. He's like, oh fuck, I'm gonna get fucking stabbed. In this <laughs> like you're getting dominoes, I'm getting dominoes. We both fucking stupid, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> no need to be a dick about being stupid. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, I'm man. an asshole, dude. Uh, so did you catch the Mandalorian? I did. I watched it today. Very good. It was so funny, too, because um, are we doing spoilers? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because if, if everybody's watching the series, I mean, they, they watch. I'm they sure seen it, they've yeah. seen it already like a couple of times. I was watching it with my mother, and she's never seen the show. And I go, well, you might not know what's going on. And she's like, I just want to see the vibe of it. Because I told her it was like a Western. And um, we're watching it. And when the dude comes in um, with the Mandalorian armor on. Oh, yeah. And then he takes the helmet off. I'm like, oh, there's going to be a fight. They about to fight. <laughs> yeah. And my, my mom's like, why? And I'm like, because he's not Mandalorian if he's taking his helmet off. And I'm kind of quickly explaining that it's like a religious order and stuff. Yeah. And, um, and then... Mando ain't said shit and all of a sudden take it off I was like I told you I'm about to cut this bitch <laughs> it, it kind of reminded me of some Boba Fett armor for real it dude. was Boba Fett armor was it yeah um, that, and because, well did you notice that the did you notice that cameo at the very end Mm-mm. the guy that was watching Mando walk away that was the dude that played Jango Fett oh no shit yeah oh, shit. and Boba Fett is Jango Fett's son yeah. So I was like, I was like, oh shit, because I I knew he was coming in. And I go, so I was wondering because back in the day, there was a I don't know if they've done it in the in the books or whatever, but back in the day when they were doing the original comic books, um, they had this whole uh, you know, it was the comic books between I think it was it was after Jedi, and Han went back to Tatooine. And met up with Boba Fett, but Boba Fett had amnesia, and he was helping Han. And he um, found out that he was found on the side of a Sarlacc pit. Apparently, he had been jettisoned from he had jettisoned himself or got jettisoned from the Sarlacc pit, and was buried in the sand, and then was dug up by some Jawas. Yeah, and then he. Uh, and then just a trade, probably. yeah. And and then that was a fucking crazy. I know, dude. They're just like going, damn. They don't wait for. Okay, like, hey, we saved you. Do you got anything to trade? Yeah. <laughs> and so they, uh, and so he had his armor, and uh, but he, and then his memory came back, and you know, him and Han fought. But I was like, going, I wonder if they're gonna go sim something similar. Like, That's a cool link up, dude. Yeah, and I was like, going, I don't know if they covered it in the books, but that was a comic that I had read. I remember reading it going, but, oh, shit. I mean, that makes perfect sense because they even said the worm in it lived in an abandoned Snarlacc pit. pit. Yeah. So, so, yeah, that all links up. But I was like, going, oh, shit, are they going to do pull from a, a obscure comic from like back in the day so when fu- it was Marvel? It was so funny when they were fighting the Snarlacc or whatever, and um, the dude, like the sheriff or whatever, um, asked Mando, well, what are you going to do? And he just goes, I don't know, but I'll figure it out. <laughs> Dude, yeah, when, it was really good. when, uh, when, uh, the guy came back with the, with the man, the, with the Mandalorian armor and then those guys took off and then he 
takes the rocket launcher. Yeah. He pulls a fucking Iron Man where he blows him up. I was like, oh shit. Yeah, because yeah, I'm not as well versed as Star Wars as you, obviously. So I'm like, is that Boba Fett's armor? Yeah. Um, I was kind of tripping, but um, what kind of gives it a dead giveaway is the the little the reticle that comes down yeah. to launch the thing. But I like uh, Mando's armor a lot better. It's sleeker. Well, yeah. I mean, do yeah. that that the beginning I love when uh when he's like when he activates his uh um his wrist his wrist armor and baby Yoda goes ahead, closes <laughs> and closes yeah. his <laughs> Oh the, yeah, the that little that little fight in the uh in in the like the um boxing ring or whatever was pretty cool. The the Gamorian guards there, you know, yeah. fighting each other. I was like going, Oh shit I, and then uh the voice of the the guy that he was the I guess the head gangster or whatever, that was John Leguizamo. Yeah, I recognize it, but I couldn't place it. That's fucking cool, dude. Yeah. Like it was good. It was a good episode. Um it kinda didn't it kinda didn't give to well, I guess it did give to a larger story if they're going into the Boba Fett thing. Yeah. Um, but I like it because it's such a Western episode. Blows into a new town. Yeah. You know, it gets it's comes, just, comes it back was to perfect. I mean he comes back to Tatooine, so he goes back into February. We see that chick again with her robots, you know, mm-hmm. and yeah. uh you know, so, uh, and, and then he lets the droids work on it, probably shit. out of respect for homie. Yeah. Um, uh, in the last episode, IG, yeah, IG 88. Yeah. But what was cool was, um, I noticed, did you notice the, the dude's, uh, speeder? It looked like, like a broken up, uh, pod racer. Yeah, it did. Some people I were noticed sa- he was sitting kind of sideways on it. Yeah. And, uh, I was like, uh, I was like, oh, that's, that's cool. I, I really liked them giving the sand people more depth. Yeah, because back in the day they were just placeholders, they're just raiders, yeah. just an obstacle. Yeah, you know. But and, yeah, they gave them a little bit more. That language was rough, though. <laughs> and then the the sign language that they were doing, um, it was funny because I was reading that they actually had some um, actually had a deaf actor doing that role because there was it was they were going to use a hearing actor who knew sign language, but he was like, you know what, an actual deaf person would be better for this. And uh, so why for like an inclusion reason or whatever? Well, yeah, but the, the, the you know with the mannerisms and stuff like that, he goes it just would feel a little more authentic to have yeah. one in there. So he did it, you know. So that was the actor that you know was talking with Boba Fett and That's stuff cool. like that. But I like I like that part too. And fucking um, when he's like, "What did you say to him?" Same thing I'm gonna say to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was fucking. I just like how Mando talks to motherfuckers. Like he ain't about it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Where the guys like uh, want give him that drink and the 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 uh, he's from that movie there he was from that series Justified. And yeah, I love that dude. I know yeah. he was he's a lot of a, um, I saw a video they go lesbian chick watching the season premiere of Mandalorian and the guy takes his mask off and then all of a sudden she gives us like what? Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. <laughs> he's he's definitely um, a dashing motherfucker. Yeah, you know? he usually he was in. Um, he was, uh, wasn't he in Deadwood? The, I think he was in Deadwood. He was wasn't he the dude in that fucking weird zombie show with Drew Barrymore? In yeah, it? yeah, 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 yeah. Santa yeah, Clarita he was in diet. that too. Yeah, the one the role I remember him from, and it's it's an obscure role from him for him was um the girl next door. Oh, <laughs> which is a weird movie, but I really liked it when I was younger. The movie I remember him Gone in sixty seconds. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, he was that. He's a cool dude. He is dude. a cool dude. Sometimes he plays the bad guy. So I was, I, I was like, going, oh, is he gonna fuck over uh, Mando? And then I was, I was like, yeah. oh shit, no, he's an honorable dude, you know. 
Um, he was so, just using the armor to protect the town. Yeah. Mando wasn't having it. Oh, you take that fucking armor off. I was like, <laughs> oh shit, dude. But the fact that he was like, he's like, oh yeah, by the way, tell the owner, um, you broke that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but yeah, having them all working together to to do that, it was very Western. It was it was very much yeah. a Western styled kind of. And it was thing. perfect too, because that's when I how I was kind of selling it to my mother. Mm. She likes Westerns, so I was like, it's like. It's space like a Star Western. Wars Western. Yeah, Space Western, basically. Yeah, and she was like a Star Wars Western. <laughs> like she, just, it, it wasn't clicking in her head. Right. And she saw it and was like, this is awesome. <laughs> I was like, I told you. It's funny. I was, I'm was i seeing like some comments of like, I tried watching this and I just couldn't get into it. I was like, good. I, and I, my mind, I'm thinking, you liked the prequels, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then um, I watched uh, Discovery again. Because hmm. I was actually on a rare occasion where I was using the living room TV. Oh, right. so I was like, oh, fuck it. I want to watch Star Trek. And she was like, I'll watch that too. The problem is, is that it's not the beginning of the second season, the beginning of the third season. So right. She had no idea, idea what was going, going on. on. Her only comment was, it looks good, but Star Trek got really fucking sappy, didn't it? And I go, well, it is, but you know why if you've seen what's happened, you know? Right. Uh also, Michael's a lot hotter with longer hair. Dude, I know, right? That's all I'm trying to say, dude. <laughs> and anyone who doesn't watch Star Trek, Michael is a woman. Yeah. <laughs> Make that clear. Hmm. But uh, Hey, we're inclusive here. It could be a guy. It could be, but it's not. I'm <laughs> no. <laughs> just letting everybody know. because I still don't know why that chick's name is Michael in the show. I have no idea. I don't think they've ever explained it, and nobody asks. And the only reason I can come up with is that... So, the Vulcan who was naming her didn't know what the fuck anything about human <laughs> names. Well, the only one that mentioned it was Tilly, but that was in the very beginning. And then that was just kind of dropped after that. Like a one-off. Like yeah. she didn't really explain it. Okay. I do. I do like how we're not going to talk about this too much because we have a podcast for that. Um, <laughs> but um, that whole year without the crew. Oh, right. She's, she's just like, and they even mention it. They say like, she's lighter. Yeah. It's like, yeah, she doesn't have a stick up her ass anymore. <laughs> And also, so you know, the, the environment is different now, you know. Yeah. You got to be a little bit more off the cuff and yeah, stuff like that. But yeah. Anyway, I love Star Trek. Um, my mom made fun of me because I told her, she goes, so what do you usually watch during the day? I said, well, if I'm not watching <laughs> um, Discovery, I'm watching Deep Space Nine. If I'm not watching Deep Space Nine. I'm watching Enterprise. And when I don't feel like watching a show, I'll watch Star Trek clips on YouTube. And when I don't feel like watching things, I play Star Trek online. <laughs> and sometimes I read a Star Trek book. <laughs> and she goes, wow. <laughs> it's gotten worse, hasn't it? <laughs> I said, I'm currently in a Star Trek vibe. Like, everything is Star Trek. Uh, it's only lasted about 35 years. <laughs> so... All right. Well, now it's time to jump into some news stories that may have slipped under your radar this past week. So uh, this one I was actually really, really surprised with and um, I'm actually really, really happy about. Yeah. So Deadline is reporting that former Star Wars actor Oscar Isaac is in final negotiations to star in the Moon Knight Disney Plus television series. Jeremy Slate, who has been tapped to develop the series, he's responsible for the Umbrella Academy on Netflix. So there is no official target date for when we will see this series, but it seems it's on the same slate as the upcoming She-Hulk series. Isn't Moon Knight, and excuse my ignorance of a Marvel character, but um, isn't Moon Knight a little unstable? Because um, I've heard people say he's like Marvel's Batman, but he's 
crazy. He's been compared to Batman for a lot of reasons. Fighting style and stuff like that. Well, also because he's also a billionaire. Um, Okay. Because basically what what happens is, is that he was kind of a, like a Tomb Raider kind of guy. Um, and he, the whole, the whole backstory was, is he got, um, he got trapped when they were trying to raid this, this tomb and, um, he's figuring he's about to die. And then this, uh, this God appears to him and says, you know, it's like, gives him this ability to, uh, to get him out of there, but he would have to occupy his body at, at a certain time. And he agreed to it. But to get out of, and then he, he agreed to it. So the guy inhabits his body, which is why he becomes Moon Knight, uh, to, to fight evil. But he actually develops to get himself away from his past. And he, he is a billionaire, but he creates this company like, you know, like Wayne Enterprise kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, so he creates a lot of the tech. So there has been a lot of correlation between him and Batman, but he also has a, an alter ego who is a taxi driver and and for him that's his ability to be on the streets be able to get info and mm. you know that kind of stuff so it's kind of cool yeah so i mean it's an obscure fucking marvel character like it and some people are like, oh i know it's like yeah you may know him but do you really yeah, know it's him? like it's like me like i've heard yeah. his name yeah but i don't know much about him i have a bust of moon knight i should yeah i know it's dope that, i love that thing but yeah when i heard that I was like oh moon knight that'll be awesome so yeah, I'm totally, totally excited for that one. Isn't Moon Knight um gay too? Mm, I thought I thought I heard that at some point. It may I don't know. I I don't remember it, but it's it's been a while since they even had like a Moon Knight series. Um yeah. but um I don't know. Moon Knight. Yeah. That name is just kinda cool too. Moon Knight. Is Moon Knight gay? <laughs> oh the a lot of the pictures are blurred. <laughs> That must be um, fan fiction there. <laughs> I don't know. Moon Knight is a former criminal turned avatar of the Egyptian moon god, Khonshu. He fights street level crime <laughs> and is a Batman rip up. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> Hadouken. Yeah, I'm definitely going to watch that. I can't wait till all those Marvel shows start coming out. I know. Disney Plus. Um, Justice League actor Ray Fisher has elaborated about his previous allegations against director Joss Whedon, telling Forbes uh, Whedon digitally altered the skin tone of an actor of color during post-production and accusing the director of purposely erasing several characters of color, including um, Kershey Clemens, Iris, Kershey Clemens is Iris West, uh, uh, Zhang, I think it's Zhang, right? Yeah, I think it's Zhang. Yeah, Zhang Kai's Ryan Choi, and um, Karen Bison's Eleanor Stone. What set my soul on fire and forced me to speak out about Joss Whedon this summer was my my becoming informed that Joss, we- Joss had ordered the complexion of an actor of color to be changed in post-production because he didn't like the color of the skin tone, Fisher told Forbes. Man, with everything 2020's been, that was the tipping point for me. According to Fisher, that decision was indicative of a generally toxic and racially charged working environment again naming former warner brothers executives um, jeff johns and john berg as being complicit along with current warner's chairman uh, toby emmerich prior to justice league's reshoot process 
blatantly racist conversations were had and entertained on multiple occasions by former and current top-level executives at Warner Brothers Pictures, Fisher said, decision-makers that participated in those racist comment conversations were Jeff Johns, John Berg, and current Warner Brothers Pictures group chairman Toby Emmerich. Fisher con- continued, race was just one of the issues with the reshoot process. There was massive blow-ups, threats, coercion, taunting, unsafe work conditions, belittling, and gaslighting like you wouldn't believe. So it sounds like the set was fucking roots the way <laughs> the way he's explaining it. Um but and I'm not saying he's I'm not saying he's wrong, but in no other movie that these people were involved with have these claims been said. Right. So it's kind of weird like what what was different about Justice League, you know, and it's like and not only that, they're deleting black characters but cyborgs in it right you know it's just it was it's a weird situation because what he's saying isn't hard to believe but it's just like especially like i feel like if joss whedon was that kind of dude we would have heard about it from the marvel flicks yeah because the marvel flicks were so big yeah i mean that he someone was, would have said something i mean yeah he was you know he did the first two avenger movies it's like you would have heard something you know, to come out of that. Um, also, okay, let's keep in mind, Iris West, Ryan Choi, and Eleanor Stone were probably, let's let's remember that Zack Snyder put in a bunch of people that probably didn't have anything to do with the core storyline. Joss yeah, Whedon, secondary characters. Joss Whedon was brought in to just kind of, I mean, think about it, Mira was in that movie too. She could have been cut, you yeah. know, but it's like you know, there's most of these people were probably sounds cut like they for cut time. all the love interests. Yeah, the, or or characters that really didn't impact the story, cut them out there. But you know, and and hearing this, like for me, it's kind of like changing the complexion of a of a person, you know, in post production. You know, it's like going, okay, first of all, you know, you were informed that he had done that, so you didn't actually see that. You weren't actually in the room. You were just told that he had changed because he didn't like the color. What was the context of that? I mean, we've. I mean, let's be honest. When you see people of color in movies, particularly, I'll give you a perfect one. Uh, Candace, um, Candace Payton, Iris from the Flash series. Mm-hmm. When she does, you know, she has you know her natural color when you see her on the Flash. But then when she does Maybelline commercials, her skin always looks a little lighter. Yeah. You know, a lot of people of color. You know, and this is Hispanics too. They always tend to be a little lighter when they're doing beauty well, they, products, and so to they me, also color correct um, Caucasian people too. Yeah, it just depends on the scene because there's I've seen a lot of like like YouTube videos or something where you have like uh, I remember this one video. It was mostly black people in in the scene, but there was one white chick. It was not a porn. There's one white <laughs> chick, and she was like washed out. Because she was too light, mm. so the the it's like the um the camera was trying to correct because yeah. most of the people on screen were darker than she was. Yeah, it was trying. You know? Yeah, usually when there's more light, it tries to adjust. Right. Yeah. But I'm not. Hey, listen, I wasn't there. Right. But it it, it seems to me with someone like Joss Whedon, and especially with a lot of even the 
you had a lot of actors. You had Black Panther, all that, but, but just I don't know if he actually directed. I forget. But mm-hmm. the even the ones that Joss would like the Avenger movies. Not only did you have people of color in those movies, but the people that weren't of color were pretty big advocates for equality. Yeah. You know, and I feel even, I mean, look at someone like Robert Downey Jr. He's got a lot of pull. I feel like if that shit was going on, someone from his camp would have said something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just, it doesn't. Well, even go go back to Firefly. You know, yeah. he ran that series. Now, the unsafe work environment, I have heard from people. I've heard Warner Brothers run unsafe. <laughs> <laughs> but I've also, but I also heard that there was a lot of unsafe stuff they did on Firefly. Like stunts and stuff, yeah. Yeah, and and I I've heard from people that that worked as extras. I've heard and stuff he's like the that. kind of guy that if you agree to it, we'll do it. <laughs> right. Like that kind of shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? But um, um, studios hate those people. Yeah. Because the studio's the one that wants you to be safe. <laughs> um. But yeah, I mean, and I'm not. Look, it's a touchy subject because you don't want to just outwardly say Ray Fisher's know what the fuck he's talking about. It just doesn't. There would need to be an investigation because it just doesn't add up. Yeah. Based on the history of now, if he said someone the big wigs at Warner Brothers, okay, yeah, it's a little easier to believe. You know what I mean? But I mean, he's acting like it was 1930 on the set <laughs> from the way he's talking. You know right. what I mean? So who knows, dude? Yeah, I mean, and then also Jeff Johns. Jeff Johns has been a producer on a bunch of the di- of the DC yeah. movies. So it's like, especially of the new of the current ilk. So it's like. I don't know. It's like going, really? We're going to kind of do that? I don't know. (sighs) It kind of, I don't know. Some people have kind of whispered online about, it sounds like he's upset that that his character didn't get a lot of shine. Yeah. And a lot of people are like going, um, a lot, that's what, yeah, I've been hearing that too. Or a lot of people are saying, it's like somebody's a little pissed because his character got let, got diminished in it. And I'm like, well, yeah, because, you know, because he's cyborg. Cyborg is a less interesting character. Listen, Cyborg is one of my favorite comic book characters. I love Cyborg, but the majority of people do not. Because every time they come out with a book, it never sells. Right. He's a, He can be in Avengers because he's the tech guy in Avengers. You don't even <laughs> see him fight that much. He's just the one that hacks in everything. Right. But I've, I've always liked his books, and I think they've done really interesting stuff, but the character's just not popular. I would say he's the least popular um, Justice League. Even more less less popular than Aquaman? Oh no, the new Aquaman? Everybody loves Aquaman, bro. <laughs> the tough ass motherfucker. They don't play with Aquaman. <laughs> Ain't no Justice of Justice League of America <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> Riding in on a dolphin. Although that's kind of fire, dude. If if, if one of the homies ra- ra- rode in on a dolphin, <laughs> you can't hate on that, dude. What was it? Uh what was it? Do, do you talk to fish? <laughs> uh so Microsoft may have found a way to get people to start using Edge, according to ZDNet. It appears that Microsoft is forcing Edge on people. Internet Explorer users won't be able to access some 1,156 1, websites. That's when Microsoft releases the next version of its Edge browser, currently slated to come out sometime in November. Sites include YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and ESPN. Instead, they'll be uh, promoted to continue by using Microsoft's Chromium-based browser. The list is held on a DLL file Microsoft has been adding has a- been adding to Edge installations over the summer. IE loads the file through a plugin, which then monitors that website you're visiting through the browser. When you navigate to one of Microsoft 
um, to one that Microsoft would prefer you not visit through IE, you'll see the following uh, the following support page. You've been redirected to Microsoft Edge where you can continue your browsing uninterrupted, the company says on the page. And if you come across a site that needs Internet Explorer, you can load the site in Internet Explorer mode without even leaving Microsoft Edge. It's been four years after Microsoft ended support for Internet Explorer 8, 9, and 10. According to Stack Counter, as of September 2020, IE has a 1.19% share of the worldwide browser market. The IE behavior is part of Microsoft's plan to depreciate the browser finally. As always, IT administrators will have some say in the matter, but short of not having Edge installed on their PC, there's little way for a consumer to avoid the move. And and to be honest, if you're still using Internet Explorer, you deserve this push. Yeah, I, I'm I'm completely okay with this. Yeah, like so am I. Microsoft gets a bad rap for this kind of stuff, but honestly, what? Why does everyone expect Microsoft to support all their old shit? Right. Just because other people don't want to modernize their stuff. They're the only it's, ones that care. Yeah, and it's honestly, it's Microsoft's fault. Yeah. Because they they entertain it. They, like with they, Windows XP yeah, I was and about fucking to say that. that. Like I remember when it's like Windows XP, oh, people are outraged that they're making it. It's like it fucking came out when, a long time ago. Yeah. Like you need to move on. It came out in the aughts. We're past that now. <laughs> right. For fuck's sake. You know, and it's it's just ridiculous. But Edge is um and it's I feel in this circumstance it's even more important to switch because at this point there's only two there's really only two um, internet engines anymore, and that's what Firefox uses and 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 the Chromium engine. And Microsoft doesn't want to keep going with the Internet Explorer <laughs> engine if no one's gonna fucking use it. Because even they know that you use Internet Explorer to download another browser to use. Right. And if you use IE, you're mostly doing it at work. I mean, if you're if you're a home user and you're still using IE. Dude, stop it! Stop. Half of shit don't even work on it right. Uh, I use Edge. I like Edge. Yeah, I'm you know back on kinda, Edge. You know what's kind of corny? I don't know why, but I really like the collections thing. I use it all the time. <laughs> it's just I like the visual representation of it. Like when I'm planning something, like I have some computer upgrade sites on there. Thanksgiving recipes, you know. <laughs> Should do a fucking commercial for it. So. Just ahead of the presidential election, the Wisconsin Republican Party says hackers have stolen $2.3 million from its federal account. Chairman Andrew Hitt told the Associated Press the FBI is investigating the matter. Hitt said the attack altered invoices um, from companies who ran direct, direct mail campaigns for President Donald Trump and made pro-Trump items such as hats. <laughs> Uh, when the party tried to pay the vendors, the funds went to the hackers instead, according to Hit. That's kind of ingenious. Hmm. Um, the party noticed something fishy when its account when its account last with its account last Thursday, and is alerted. And what? Oh, and has alerted the FBI the following day. Um, hackers have attempted more than 800 failed phishing attacks on the party during this election cycle, a Wisconsin GOP spokesman, spokeswoman told the AP. Um, Are you sure those uh, didn't somehow go to uh, Trump's campaign? 
<laughs> like the right. Trump, Trump's I'm, I'm a little surprised if they were just paying their vendors. That means they sold two point three million dollars worth of fucking MAGA hat. Yeah, I mean that's a, that's a lot of fucking MAGA hats. <laughs> they padded the bill. At this point, I should have one. If that's how much <laughs> money they made, I know, really. You know, I know what my I saw. Friend, my friend bought a MAGA hat the other day. I go, "Why? You're a fucking Democrat." And he goes, "I just feel like it's like a historic thing." <laughs> it's gonna sell on eBay. I'm like, okay. <laughs> it's like that's one. It's like, yeah. I mean, so is the Nazi flag, but I don't feel compelled to <laughs> to purchase one to just have for historical purposes. There's certain things that people just like to forget. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Uh, all right so this is about the time where we're going to take a quick little break and uh and uh you know freshen our drinks go yeah (laughs) oh do whatever we needs to do during this time Mm -hmm. so uh we'll be uh (laughs) we'll be right back all right welcome back everybody uh so um this kind of came out of left field so Netflix price hike was announced to U.S. subscribers on Thursday, increasing its standard plan to $14 a month and its premium tier to $18 a month. That places them $1 cheaper than HBO Max, which has improved their content since it launched in May. The new pricing for a standard plan is $1, uh, $1 price increase from $13 a month, and the new t- and the premium tier it is a $2 increase from $16 a month. New subscribers will have to pay the updated monthly fees. Current subscribers will see the new prices over the next few weeks. They roll out with customers billing cycles. Industry insiders have long anticipated another round of price hikes at Netflix. Last um, last increase subscription fees, the United States in January of 2019. Recently, uh, Netflix increased the cost of some plans in Canada. Netflix rolled out price changes on a country-by-country basis, and the change, quote, in the U.S. does not influence or indicate a global price change, a Netflix spokesperson told The Verge. Prices are being updated, quote, so we can continue to offer more variety of television and films, a spokesperson told The Verge. As always, we offer a range of plans so that people can pick a price that works best for their budget, the spokesperson said. Questions about the price hikes came up during a recent earnings call. Greg Peters, Netflix chief operating officer and chief product officer, said that the company invests more in both content and tech development. They'll occasionally go back and ask customers to pay a little bit more to keep the uh, virtuous cycle of investment and value creation going. Netflix executive like co-CEO Reed Hastings also have also made peace with losing some customers, Hastings told analysts during the company's second quarter earnings call in, Jan- in July that people might leave Netflix from time to time to subscribe to other streamers. The goal, however, is to have so many hits that you know uh, that you know when you come to Netflix, you're just going to go from hit to hit to hit, never have to think about any of those other services. Yeah, but but the thing is, is that Netflix doesn't have hit to hit to hit. They throw no. a bunch of shit against the wall and see what sticks. Which I mean is one strategy, but um, <laughs> yeah, I know. I um, yeah, I, I spoke to my wife, but actually, because I was like, ah, fourteen dollars is a little. You know, are we using it? Yeah, you know, it's fourteen ninety nine. It for, it's fourteen ninety nine for HBO. Right, and then I, I I was talking to my wife, and she said that um, it is too high. 
However, she is currently watching some shows that are on Netflix. So <laughs> that was the end of that conversation. So she's so, paying for Netflix? Um, <laughs> huh? Is she paying for Netflix? Yes, she is. <laughs> um, she's always paid for Netflix, though. I never did. It was never on my thing. So because she pays it with uh, her sister. They like split the bill. Oh. I'm like, you split a Netflix bill? You're <laughs> yes. not poor. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, but... uh. Yeah, she's really into Lucifer. That's her. Oh, That's her celebrity. Well, that crush. was one of that was one of the things that I was talking to my brother about because we canceled Netflix, and uh, because of that, because it was like we were thinking about it. We're like, over the last month, we haven't really been watching it, um, and uh, like, yeah, Cobra Kai comes out, you know, next year, but it's kind of like <laughs> it's like there are other ways to watch it. Um, but then I was looking at it. and I go, most of the shit that I watch on Netflix. It's also Netflix. You could just sign up for for the fucking week or the month and just watch it. Yeah, and then <laughs> watch it, it and then cancel yeah. after that. It's like yeah. rent it. I mean, it's more expensive to run a movie. Right. And the thing and what we were talking about it, I was like going, it's twelve ninety it's thirteen ninety nine. You know, we're paying less for HBO Max for the first year because we signed up with that incentive where it was twelve yeah. bucks. And then I was and I was like, We really have he goes, Yeah, he goes, and even when I'm watching it, I'm watching old T V shows or movies. It's like you know, there's nothing really on there. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of, there's cool stuff to watch, but it's like, you know, there's stuff on there that I haven't gotten around to watch. So I'm like, if I'm not getting around to watching them, then I probably won't miss them when we go. I'm really never on Netflix. I used to use it to watch Star Trek, the old Star Treks, right. but that's on Amazon now. Well, it's on CBS All Access, but. Um, and it's on Hulu and on Yeah, Amazon. it's on pretty much everything yeah. now. So it's just. I don't know. I like I'm not knocking Netflix. I'm sure some people are really into it and maybe they got a lot of shows on there they like, but um and they do have they do have quality shows. They just have a lot of shows. Yeah. So they And have not more not shit everything is else. not not a lot of shit is quality either. Right. But, so they Well, they have shows that people consider quality, but I don't want to watch. <laughs> like one show that was really big in my house was Sabrina the Teen the no well, they oh, didn't yeah. call they don't call it the Teenage Witch anymore, but Sabrina. Yeah. And I thought that show was just, eh, mm. you know. And and then it's like it's like we get it, the devil. Like it's just I don't know. It just seemed overdone. Everything. <laughs> Steve probably gets frustrated because everything always seems overdramatic to me. It just seems weird. Like even Lucifer. Like Lucifer is like I understand he's Lucifer and he's like immortal and shit. But more people should be hitting him. <laughs> because he's a fucking idiot and he talks too much shit. That's my my wife's celebrity crush is uh, the guy who plays Lucifer. Well, one of the things I was going to say when you mentioned that was that most of the big hits they have are acquired from other from other t- networks I mean, that cancel. Kind of you can't hate them on that though. That's kind of a slick tactic. Yeah, but it's like, like you're to, buying a whole package already. You didn't even have to develop it, right? But that's like saying, oh yeah, we we have a lot of great content. It's like going, yeah, well, some of it came to you. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's like they you, made some quality purchases. I mean, yeah. Disney did the same thing. Yeah, but, a lot of the content we watched from Disney was purchased from somewhere else. And they just injected money into it, <laughs> but. It is what it is. I, I personally don't have a reason for Netflix anymore. Yeah. But I do remember when Netflix was the king. Yeah. And the thing yeah. was, and but then I was saying like, I go, yeah, but also look now, the the landscape is so much different. You have Disney, you have HBO, you have Hulu, you have, you know, even Peacock now, you know, you have a lot of different. Too fucking many to be many, honest. Yeah. You have a lot of different stuff. So it's kind of like, you know, so we were talking about it and we we're like, I was like, well, you know, for twelve ninety nine. 
we could get Hulu, Disney, and ESPN for well, ESPN is really like a penny. <laughs> yeah. When you break it down, when you break it down that way, I was like, going, you know, I was like, we can really just get that, and then we have because, like, unlike Adam and and some other people, I like a lot of the Disney content that's on there. So, I, I like Disney stuff. No, no, no. I'm saying you, you know, you you don't watch it as much. You know. Oh and, no, I don't watch. I've yeah. seen it already. So yeah. I don't really so watch like it. for me, it's like you know, it's like oh cool. There's a lot of stuff that I I do have a lot of rewatch. I thought you were calling me a communist. I was like, excuse. <laughs> me. I like Disney. I do. I do oh. actually watch more Disney stuff than you think. But it's because my my daughter's watching. My younger right. daughter's watching it. And and there's there's stuff like that. So like I'll do that. And then with Hulu, there's um you know they ha- they have um some good original stuff there too. And yeah. and so I was like going you know and then you know you have Animaniacs coming back this month later this month and i was like oh i'm cool with that but it, i was like going and we have hbo max and we've been watching hbo max a lot for the last month and i was like all right you know we can just you know let it go and then we get this to replace it and then we should be fine and when we were the today was when it ended and i was we we were both like are we missing that and i was like not really yeah so. i mean it is what it is i mean i think netflix i feel goes for a younger demographic yeah with a lot of the shows they have. And that's fine. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. But at some but, point, they're going to have to take into account the cycle. Like yeah, you're going to price yourself out of the market. If you go higher than HBO, who, in my opinion, does have better quality content than, than Netflix does, um, you know, you're going to, you, yeah. you got to, you're going to, you got to be careful. My wife likes Netflix because she really likes horror. <laughs> and Netflix does have a lot of horror. Yeah. Um, so I, I told her, I said, I go, that's not a problem. If you're using it, I don't mind yeah. having it. You know, I was just checking cause I don't use it. Yeah. She, I, she's like, oh, you use a C- CBS all access. Get out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I'm actually going to start looking around and see what else is on. Cause I, I'm just watching Star Trek at this point. It's a little, <laughs> it's a little sad. If you want something um, lighter, watch uh, air disasters. That's a good one. Air disasters. <laughs> you know what I was watching today? Um, uh, I was watching on YouTube. What the fuck is Hotel Hell? <laughs> I love Gordon Ramsay, dude. I love him. <laughs> he, he speaks the truth. Okay. <laughs> well, I got. I want to check out that show, The Interrogation. I, I, they had a thing about that on CBS All Access last summer. I'm going to pop open Apple TV. See what see what they got going on. Yeah, I got. Most have... of their stuff is very, um, like. I don't even. I'm not trying to insult it, but they're it's all, um, they're kind of all over the place as far as their content goes. Are they? Because I've seen a lot of their stuff is serious, you know. Yeah, Ted Sasso. Maybe I'm tripping. Uh, I think it's Ted Ted Lasso. That show's funny. One show I liked on there um, was I don't know if they made a second season though, but um, it was there was it, they were a video game company that made an MMO. Oh yeah, I haven't watched that one yet. Was it fun? It was good. It was yeah. a wacky show. Yeah. Well, the, Very I, World of Warcraft kind of game, you know? Well, it just came out this year, so even if they did a second season, it wouldn't come out yet till next year. Yeah, of course, of course. But um, but it was good. I watched the whole thing. I still got to watch uh, uh, that. Oh, God, I can't remember the title of it, but it's the one where the alternate universe about the uh, space race. I watched the first two episodes, and it was very good. Yeah, I watched the first episode, and I liked it. I just hadn't gotten around to watching right. the rest of it. Because it's a, it's a heavy show. Yeah. And I just wasn't in the. I was in the at that point. I was in the mood for something funny. Yeah. So I just kind of put it on the back burner. But yeah. it is. It is a really good show. Ted Lasso is 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 hilarious. 
Um, it's funny. The humor is fast. It's quick. It's what you would expect yeah. from an SNL guy. But yeah. it and it also deals with soccer. So it's kind of like okay, it's a little different than what we normally get here. But um, I I liked it. I really thought it was it was uh, Friday Night Lights mixed with Major League. It was. I thought. Oh it was shit! A, I was like, it was a. I really enjoyed that movie. Yeah, I'm gonna have to see what's up. I need. I need to watch something yeah. that isn't boldly going where no one has gone before. <laughs> I think it's only like 30 minute episodes too, so you can burn through a season pretty quick. All right on. All right, Jesus Christ! We're talking about Netflix <laughs> for the rest of our lives. Um. So Netflix. No, just. <laughs> <laughs> uh, EA. I know. It's <laughs> in the game. Down. <laughs> EA is uh appealing a potential. Five million. It's not dollar. It's a pound. It's it? a euro. Euro, right? Five million euro uh, fine in the Netherlands for its sale of FIFA Ultimate Team packs, according to IGN. The Dutch government announced earlier in October that it would be enforcing a fine against EA for its implementation of paid-for loot boxes um, in its most recent FIFA games. EA will have to change the way its loot box-like items work in FIFA 19, 20, and 21, or every week the company will be fined 250,000 euro, up to a maximum of 5 million. That's just in the Netherlands. The same fine is being levied against EA's Swiss subsidiary, uh, meaning it could double the double in practice. EA uh, Benelux issued a statement noting its intent to appeal the fines. Quote, we're disappointed by today's decision and the po- the possible impact of it on Dutch players. We do not agree that our products and services are in conflict with local gambling laws. Of course you don't. The statement reads, <laughs> we do appeal against this decision and try to prevent a situation that impacts the full possibilities of Dutch players in FIFA Ultimate Team. Electronic Arts attaches great importance to a positive playing experience. We strive to give all players choice honesty, value, and pleasure in our games. That's that's a weird word choice. I don't like when people use the word pleasure when not referring to sex. <laughs> I, I mean, I know it's... It's like using the word moist. Right. I know it functionally works, but you know what you're doing. Um, we're still open to take parts in talks with the Netherlands Gaming or Gambling Authority and other stakeholders um, to solve and understand their concerns. End quote. Players of FIFA Ultimate Team will be familiar with the game's player packs, which can be purchased with FIFA points, a currency that can be acquired with real money. The contents of the packs are randomized, hence why many take umbrage with their inclusion and see the packs as a form of gambling. The Netherlands banned loot boxes back in 2018, and the ripple effect of this decision is still being felt by many publishers in the industry. Let me just say this. Anything that stops EA from doing these weird loot box things, I'm for. Because EA single-handedly is ruining sports video games. It's it's ridiculous, bro. Like, how can EA sit there and go, so yeah, we sell for real cash randomized card packs. That's not gambling. Get a dictionary <laughs> and go look at that. Of course it's gambling. And the issue the Netherlands has is not really that it's gambling. It's that kids are playing it. Right. And it be, that's the Nether, The Dutch are very sensitive with their children, which they should, they should be. be. Yeah. Unlike you know, us here where it's all capitalism. Yeah. We don't give a fuck. As long as it makes money, who cares? And I've told my, I've told my kids, they don't really play sports games. They got a couple of games that they do play. 
Um, and um, I go, look, I'll buy you things for your games if you want, but I will never buy you anything that makes you better in the game. And they go, why? And I'm like, because there's no end to it. Yeah. I said, I, and, and that's one thing I've always respected about Fortnite. Fortnite makes a lot of money, but they never s- sell you anything that makes you better at the game. It's just skins and shit. Yeah. Pretty stuff. And I've given, I've for gifts and stuff for the kids or whatever, I'm like I'll buy them some skin pack or, or the game pass that has like more shit you can play and stuff like that. But um, my son, my older son plays Apex which is made by EA Um, and it has some random shit in there. And he's asked me before and I go, no, I'm not doing it. So I'm not doing it because I'm also a gamer and it's fucking wrong. (laughs) It's like earn the shit you want. I'm still mad that they ruined Battlefront. That game was so dope, dude. Oh, my dog's upset too. Yeah, I know. I hear him. He's like, he's just like, I'm fucking tired of this. You mentioned Battlefront. My dog flips out. Okay. <laughs> Love the game. <laughs> no, Battlefront was great. The game engine was solid. Such a fun concept. And it was really fun. They ruined it with fucking loot boxes. Yeah. It was in, It was literally because you get people who have too much money to burn and they become the top tier. You can't beat them because you, you don't want to spend hundreds of dollars on a fucking video game because you're not a loser. You know, <laughs> right. let's be honest, yeah. you know. And it's it's sad, especially for these kids. You know, you have a lot of kids. Their parents are going to give, like me, I'm not going to give my kids a bunch of money for and, stupid shit. And let's be honest. Know? I mean, you know, most companies sell DLC, so you know that's how you continue making money after you continue right. making revenue after that. But with you know a lot of EA's games, they 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 can't do that. So they create these loot boxes that exactly. keeps generating. You know, oh, it's a few bucks here and there, but then it becomes an addiction that you know, oh well, I need this one. Oh, I need this and one. And with EA with the sports games it's become so blatant because the, the the every time they come out with a new game it's either the same shit as last year or there's even less in it yeah there's just more loot boxes and more bullshit that you have to buy like nba i i i wanted to buy it because i was like i like basketball you know i wanted to get a game in here or whatever and i got some kids that like basketball too but literally you can play the single player one and you're fine. You know, that's whatever. As soon as you get online, you're fucked if yeah. you're not spending money. And it's just ridiculous. Like, I already bought the fucking game. You know, it's like, how much money do I need to spend on this one experience? <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. That's why I stick to single player games. You miss yeah. me with that. DLCs are different. Like, the only time DLCs get fucked up is when they try to be slick. And EA's done this too, where they're selling DLCs for content that's already in the game. You're just oh, unlocking yeah. it. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, okay. Like, you, or it's shit that should have been in the game day one, you know, or yeah. something like that. It's kind of like Tesla, where you have to spend like nine grand for heated seats, but every Tesla already has heated seats. They just <laughs> turn it on. You know, that kind of bullshit pisses yeah. me off, you know. But um, yeah, I'm all for it, dude. I, I, I really do. I respect the Netherlands on most of the decisions they make when it comes to video games, especially for kids, because they don't, you know, overly censor or anything like that. They're just like, it's not good for kids to play games this way. So, no. <laughs> so they're going, oh, we're going to, EA's like, we're going to appeal. Netherlands ain't going to fucking care. Yeah. Because they tried to appeal it back in 2018. Yep. And the government literally told them to fuck off. <laughs> Like we, it doesn't. Why do I need a fucking baseball or a basketball game? Fuck you, we're the Netherlands. It's mostly FIFA there, though. Yeah. FIFA's huge in Europe. Oh yeah, 
I'm telling you though, if these if these countries in Europe are successful, someone's gonna come in and make another soccer game, mm-hmm. and they're gonna take the crown. Yeah. So we'll see. Well, when you purchase a TV show or movie on Amazon Prime Video, you don't actually own it. At least that's that's Amazon's argument in an effort to dismiss a lawsuit on Monday. Amazon on Monday filed a lawsuit to dismiss a lawsuit alleging unfair competition and false advertising per the Hollywood Reporter. The lawsuit lodged in the United States District Court of Eastern <laughs> of the Eastern District of California. Whew. Uh, accused Amazon of secretly reserving the right to end a consumer's access to prime content. In the motion, Amazon claimed that the plaintiff in this case, Amanda Kudel, didn't suffer any injury from because of its terms of service. The retail giant pointed out that Kudel continued to buy content from Prime sell, um, since filing the lawsuit in, in April. More than that, Amazon argues that its site its site user agreements clearly state that the users aren't actually purchasing a piece of content. Instead, they're buying a limited license for on-demand viewing over the an indefinite period of time. The most the most relevant agreement here, the Prime Video terms of of use, is presented to com- co- uh, consumers every time they try to buy every time they buy digital content on Amazon Prime Video. Amazon attorney David Bitterman wrote in a motion, these terms of use expressively state that the purchaser obtains only a limited license to view video content and that purchase content may become unavailable due to a provider license restriction or other reasons. Additionally, Amazon said its users don't actually need to read the terms of service in order to be bound by it. All they need to do is agree to it which is part of the sign-up process. Mm-hmm. A merchant term a of service agreement is an online consumer transaction is valid and enforceable when the consumer has noticeably noticed the terms of service, Bitterman wrote. Now, this shouldn't come as a surprise to anyone. Um, we've been talking about this. I noticed our episode last year, uh, You Don't Own Anything. Uh, we actually talked about digital versus uh versus physical and a lot of people were on the comment section were like you know like going oh yeah so all of you people that are are um clowning those uh people that still buy physical media how you feeling now you know because yeah. pe- people were saying like well, why are you buying netflix on you yeah, because it, a netflix announced like um like a lot of their originals are going to blu-ray and stuff like that and they're like going well, why the fuck are you buying them they're on netflix and it's like well if you don't have Netflix. You decide to cancel Netflix. You don't still have access to those shows. See know? me, I, I've come to terms with like I don't really care about owning physical media, but I fully understand why people do. You know, because I, I don't care. I usually only watch things once. <laughs> and so, and some people were saying, well, you know, I that's why I don't buy physical or digital video games. And I'm like, that's a different beast altogether. When you buy an Xbox game from an Xbox store. They have to keep providing it. They provide it to you, and as long as you download it, you can delete it. It's still able for you to download. the The difference is, is that I and no, I I said I go well, and the difference there is that, um, you it's not like you can say, oh, well, now I can move these games to my PlayStation because that doesn't work. You know, it's like when you and even when you buy a physical game on the PlayStation, and you decide, well, I'm not going to buy PlayStation anymore. What are you going to do with those games? You can't put them in yeah. your Xbox. You're, you, it's the same thing, just in a physical realm. But with Blu-rays, you know, or movies and stuff like that, you know, that's why Patrick buys movies because he he knows how to go. And if you really want to, you can buy a movie that has a digital code in there too, 
and you yeah. can stream it all you want. I think the main reason I stopped buying movies because my kids were young and they kept fucking them up. Yeah. And then I just got I was tired of it. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't I don't mind. Um, I don't mind either way. I think probably uh, when we move and have more space, I wouldn't mind buying Blu-rays again. But it's just like for me personally, I would buy all these Blu-rays and never watch them because I only watch movies once usually. Or they gave the digital code, and then I'd only watch the digital version of it. Yeah, you know. Which is so what, I don't know. That which was is what funny. I, which is what I, <clears throat> I usually do because sometimes I'm just too lazy to get up and put the the disc in there, and I have the digital version. Right. But it's like you know, but the fact that like people are still kind of like acting like this is brand new. I'm like, no, this has been around for a while because in 2018, I think it was 2018. It could be 19. Microsoft did the same thing because Microsoft decided to get out of the book business and a lot of people had purchased textbooks and books through Amazon um, through Microsoft mm -hmm. and then they said hey we're no longer doing this we're giving you a refund you can find the books elsewhere yeah you know and being given a refund was being nice yeah you they know? didn't have to do that no which I mean that was very nice of them <laughs> to yeah. be honest but um you know you're kind of fucked if you got a refund for a book and then you have to go buy it again, it's like double the price somewhere else. Right. You know, it's with, I, 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 with books, I'm kind of both ways, but I tend to buy physical books, but that's more of a, I just like having a physical book. I don't know. I feel like more accomplished when I complete it, I guess. I know it's kind of weird, but that is weird. I don't fucking care. So I have a Kindle. I'll usually read trash shit that I don't give a fuck on it. <laughs> so, uh, scientists, motherfucker. Scientists have discovered what they say could be a, the smallest free-floating planet ever detected. The planet was discovered by the University of Warsaw researchers in the middle of the Milky Way and is estimated to be between the size of Earth and Mars. How do they find... Something that cosmically small in the middle of nowhere. It's it was fascinating to me. Okay? <laughs> I, mean, I don't think Steve gives a fuck, but it was fascinating to me. Free floating or rogue planets don't orbit stars and are notoriously difficult to detect. The researchers used a technique called microlensing, which allows scientists to find planets they wouldn't otherwise be able to observe. I don't give a fuck if they have a problem. It's still fucking crazy to me. <laughs> rogue, planets, rogue planets don't orbit stars. They're gravitationally unattached to any host star. They don't emit any visible radiation, so they cannot be detected using traditional astrophysical techniques. Uh, Presmek uh, Mraz, one of the co-authors of the paper, explained on Twitter, the lens is one of the best candidates for a terrestrial mass rogue planet de detected to date. It may have been a planetary embryo, that was ejected from its parent planetary system. That's kind of adorable. You know, it's like a little family, you know. Um, Scientific American notes that scientists still need to confirm the planet's rogue status, but that is what, that it would represent the smallest free-floating planet ever discovered. NASA, which is also working on a telescope that will be able to observe free-floating planets, has said that rogue planets can help us learn about how planets are formed. I thought it was interesting. I know usually I do these space things 
<laughs> and no one fucking cares. I can always tell because there's not much back and forth on the conversations <laughs> with my co-host here. I'm sorry, but... what? I kind of fell asleep. No, I, I think it's interesting. No, I, I saw that. I was like going, a rogue planet. I'm like, do they have those shapes? Is Archer, is that the one Archer's going to end up on? Absolutely. You know, and find that, Absolutely. and find that, you know, beautiful blonde woman roaming around the... Nope. <laughs> And then be really weird about it the whole episode. <laughs> yeah, God, I think that I think that's my least favorite Enterprise episode. It was so bad. Dude. I like the comment on that where somebody said it sounded like a a wasted Chicote episode for Voyager. Yeah. It was like, yeah, it does seem that way, doesn't it? It's very spiritual. That's right. <laughs> yeah, Chicote no, was a wasted first officer. I know. Um, no, I thought it was pretty interesting, and yeah, I kind of was like, on okay, so it's okay, so it's traveling in the middle of the Milky Way galaxy. It's not heading this way, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. No, it's well, it's it's, it's probably a rogue, so. revolving around the galactic core, <laughs> just hanging out. Yeah. You know, it's just amazing. Like it's, it's literally a needle in a haystack. I mean, yeah, I know. Yeah, because I, I I thought the same thing. It was like, going, oh, and it's not about? emitting any light. You know, it's like fuck, dude. It's just crazy. I want to know who was bored. Like yeah. who was bored one day? They're just like sitting there, like. Wait, what's? Wait, huh? <laughs> you know, like if they can find that next time I misplace my keys, I'm calling them. <laughs> and they're fucking crazy, dude. Oh man. Uh, all right. So, um, now we're gonna go into uh our douchebags of the week. Um, this one I just thought was kind of funny. Um, so. Vox News host Tucker Carlson, who has speculated for the last month about alleged corruptions surrounding the overseas business dealings of Hunter Biden, insisted on Thursday evening that he didn't want to be involved in, quote, pounding on a man, jumping on and piling on when he's al- when he's already o- down, which is like rare. Uh, <laughs> Uh, this ch- this change in Carlson's rhetoric comes after the controversial pundit or the conservative pundit claimed on Wednesday that Fox News had acquired a number of damning documents about Joe Biden's son from a source only to have the material allegedly disappeared when shipped cross country. UPS announced one day later that the flash drive containing the documents had come out of its packaging was located by a staffer and eventually turned over to the supervisor who arranged for it to be sent to Fox. Carlson was full of questions regarding this explanation and continued to hint at a conspiracy. He contended, he contended that someone for some reason opened our package and removed the flash drive containing documents that were damaging to the Biden family. We'd love to know who, who would do that and why, Carlson said. It would be helpful to see the envelope itself, but UPS says that we can't see it because it was thrown away. So here we are. We've got our flash drive back, and that's great, but we'd really like some answers. Following this statement, the Fox News host switched gears and began talking about the substance of the documents themselves, saying that the network will still ass- is- was still assessing them, but that much of the material would not be revealed. There's a lot of documents about Hunter Biden's personal life that we haven't thought brought out, brought out or brought you and that we are not going to bring to you and we should tell you why, Carlson said. One is the obvious answer. He's not running for president. Duh, no shit. Hunter Biden is 
a fallen man at this point and should also say that I knew Hunter Biden fairly well. We lived in, near each other in Washington for quite some time. I knew his wife, who's a absolutely outstanding person, a good person. Carlson continued with the line of reasoning, insisting that he was taking the high road and never thought Hunter Biden was a bad person, despite having devoted Tuesday night to an interview with um, Tony Balunsky, Balunsky, a former business partner of Hunter Biden, who offered up unverified claims that Joe Biden was involved in his son's Chinese business dealings. I thought he had demons, though in the time I knew him, he kept it mostly under control, Carlson said of Hunter Biden. And at some point, he lost control of those demons, and the world knows that now. And he's now humiliated and alone. It's probably too strong to say that we feel sorry for Hunter Biden, but the point is that pounding on a man and piling on him when he's already down is something that we don't want to be involved in. President, even though we're doing it, even though we're doing time. exactly, even though we're doing this consistently, uh, President Donald Trump. What he said, I'm sorry. What he said is exactly the point. He's not running for president. Leave the guy alone. Exactly. It's like he's not running for anything. And uh, President Donald Trump and other right wing politicians and pundits have repeatedly accused Joe Biden of receiving money from his son's overseas biz- business dealing, alleging that, um, including an alleged 3.5 million from Russia. But there's no been there has. There has been no evidence to substantiate these claims. And on the same day as Carlson's broadcast, NBC News reported that the supposed author of the intelligence document purportedly highlighting the younger Biden's illicit business dealings was a false persona. That document, which NBC said appeared to come from a fake intelligence firm, helped lay the groundwork among right wing media for what would become a failed October surprise, a viral pile on of conspiracy theories about Hunter Biden. One of the things that some people kind of cracked up is, oh, so you're not going to tell us because it got lost in the mail? Yeah. I'm like, who sends the flash drive? Wouldn't you just email it? (laughs) Well, it's kind of genius, too, because what they're doing is they've been talking about this information and then they're like, we're going to receive it. And being that probably the information doesn't exist. Right. Now they're going, oh, it was deleted in the mail. So now the spin is, obviously it was juicy. That's why it's it was taken. And they can now keep talking about unsubstantiated <laughs> claims. Like, it's just so funny to me. But then it's, and it's, but I then, mean, it's genius if you're a moron, I guess. Right. But, <laughs> but then that yeah. flip of like, oh, well, he's been through a lot and, you know, we don't really want to continue. It's like, you guys are the ones piling on him. Like, what? <laughs> I think it's because, like, moderates are supposed to listen to Fox Monday, Tuesday, and Friday. And then the hardcore right people are supposed to listen (laughs) on Wednesday, Thursday, and Saturday. And then Sunday's a free-for-all. So it just (laughs) depends on the tone that you want, what days you want to watch the fucking network. Fox is such a joke. Like, and it's, I'm not even hating on Republicans. Fox is a joke. Republicans should be the most upset. I know. Because they don't get accurate news. It's, it's, it's the inquirer on TV. Yeah. On steroids too. I swear to God, a year from now, they're going to be talking about like aliens taking over the lizard people taking over the president. <laughs> right. Like seriously, it's it's so fucking sad. The 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 lack of integrity, you know, and yeah. it's ridiculous. The local Fox news is fine. Yeah, my local Fox network is probably no- the best local network we have. <laughs> I, lo- I I noticed here too that uh, even sometimes here on the local Fox network, they always go. 
when Trump says something, they always go, which is actually inaccurate because he is actually this. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> right. It's the local news now because the big news, almost all of them now are kind of a circus. Like the, just Fox is a little more upfront about it. <laughs> but a lot of them are just they say things to sensationalize and, you know, get the ratings and stuff like that. The local news, they're going to be there no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> they don't need your fucking ratings. <laughs> but anyway, talk about this all fucking day. A 26 year old man has been accused of stealing a bulldozer from a Florida construction site, driving it into a neighborhood and knocking down campaign signs for Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden, according to authorities and homeowners. The man took the bulldozer in Haines City on Saturday and repeatedly destroyed Biden signs in full view of people who live in the neighborhood, witnesses said. James Blight... Uh, was charged with grand theft auto and trespass- trespassing, according to the Haines City Police Department. Former Vice Mayor Adam Burgess lives in the Central Florida neighborhood, uh, which he said is predominantly black. He calls called it a hate crime. Wait a minute. <laughs> this man came onto my property, took the two Joe Biden signs I had in my yard, and then came back with a bulldozer and ran down my fence. Burgess told Bay News 9. Um, Video taken by the news outlet showed the damaged fences. Blight was also accused of bulldozing down a city speed limit sign, according, uh, among other signs. (laughs) Then he's just having fun at that point. Um, Police said Blight claims, claimed he was too drunk at the time (laughs) to remember what happened. It was not immediately clear whether he has an attorney who could comment on his behalf, which means he doesn't. Right. Um, Why is it instantly a hate crime, though? I don't know. Is the guy gay or something or Jewish or something? He's a Biden supporter. and Well, he goes, he said the neighborhood was predominantly black. So hate crime. Wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I think dude was drunk. Like, I don't know. I don't know, dude. Florida has some weird happenings in it. But um, you know, I found out why we get so much news out of Florida. It's something to do with their laws and how they have to report. Yeah, things. yeah. They're the um, unlike other states, you know, with some sense of you know, I guess common sense. Some sense. Some sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, in Florida, yeah, the when something happens, police was the police have to release it immediately. So yeah. this kind of stuff becomes news really quickly. They go, does it seem like, you know, it's because I was listening to somebody and they were saying, does it ever sound like, you know, a lot of weird shit comes out of Florida? Well, it's because of this law. And I was like, oh, so anytime the police are involved, the police have to submit it to the news. And I was like, don't you think with all the shit that goes on in Florida, you might want to change that law? Because <laughs> it's like everybody keeps thinking like fucking Florida, dude. Right. <laughs> so moving along to these our social media idiots of the week. Now I found this um and thought it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> um so here's a tired thread uh criticizing a female politician over her clothes, particularly the clothes loaned to her for a fashion magazine photo shoot. Um yet social media has thrown into a tizzy this week just days before the November 3rd election. Over Republican, or I'm sorry, for Republican oh, representative. I apologize. Okay, she's, she's oh shit. She's trying to get in on this. She's trying to get on the Skype call now. She's over there oh, saying like, yeah. she goes, "Who called me a Republican?" She's gonna try to fucking play me in Among Us or something. <laughs> um, Alexandria Casio Cortez, or better known as AOC, 
um, December cover of Vanity Fair. The uproar wasn't about what she said so much, even though she referred to President Trump as a motherfucker <laughs> over the New York <laughs> Times report. I mean, she's from the Bronx. Like, what do you want, dude? Exactly. She's um, a Hispanic woman from the Bronx. I mean, right. I'd be surprised, surprised if she, she didn't said it already. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Um, <laughs> report that he only he only paid $750 in income tax uh, in more than one recent year. So I kind of broke that sentence up weird, but that's why she called him a motherfucker because they were talking about how he didn't pay any taxes. Um, no, the backlash was over what she wore, um, a collection of designer suits, dresses, and heels um, from the likes of Carolina Herrera and Christian Louboutin. I have no idea who those people are. Um, that the Daily Mail tallied up to be worth a total of $14,310. And running Republican critics of the young New York representative, whom Vanity Fair described as a millennial Puerto Rican democratic socialist, that's pretty accurate, (laughs) um, have suggested that the KOTOR clothes don't match um, Ocasio-Cortez's picture of economic equality, including a proposed 70% percent tax on the very rich is that what 70 percent tax that's what they say that's what who says that's what the right says oh okay then i don't care because that sounds a little off yeah 70 cent 70 percent um political commentator um soon soon sunanda vashish this indian broad i think (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm really bad with certain names. They're Japanese or something. I'd say it right. Um, So happy that AOC is upholding the long-established hypocritical tradition of socialists who believe socialism is for poor, is for poor while they enjoy the fruits of capitalism. Her tweet drew more than 10,000 likes and was retweeted more than 7,000 times by Thursday afternoon. Which actually, Uh, when you think about it, isn't that much. It's really not. I've, not I've, Twitter. I've, I've seen video games retweeted like 10,000 times. I've seen some nudie pictures. <laughs> 100% more than that, bro. Um, AOC herself gets more retweets than that. Yeah, real talk. Fox News host, uh, oh God, here we go. Yeah. Fox News, uh, Laura Ingr- Ingram um, tweeted that AOC appears in Vanity Fair in outfits worth $14,000 to curse out Trump. And Vanity Fair began trending on Twitter. In- Ingram's post had been shared almost 7,000 times and drew more than 9,000 comments still. These are rookie numbers. Get your numbers up, bro. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Those who came to Ocasio-Cortez's defense, however, pointed out that these clothes did not belong to the congresswoman. Vanity Fair got the fancy threads on loan um, for the purposes of the shoot, which is a common practice in the fashion. Even I knew that happens. Yeah. Like, of course they loan it. What do you think? They bring their own clothes to the fucking fashion shoot? I know. Shoot? I know. Even, even AOC goes, obviously you've never been to a modeling shoot because you don't get to keep the clothes. Right. And that's always been the joke, too, with mm-hmm. models. Oh, they wouldn't let me keep the clothes. Um, and Ocasio-Cortez called out Ingram to make that this point herself. I don't know if you've been to, you know, exactly what Steve <laughs> just said. Um, she, he's, he's best friends with Excel. They're dating right now, so it's whatever. Um, I mean, also, it, it's like, I mean, you know, it's kind of weird to be picked out by her on, on Twitter. I was like, okay, you know, that's cool. That's <laughs> your place or mine. What's good? Um, just don't make it bad though. <laughs> I honestly sometimes feel kind of bad when sexualizing AOC 
because she's an intellectual. Like she's not she's not a fucking. That's Instagram what makes her hot. Bot. Though. That's what makes her hot. No, though. it makes her hot. But yeah. I'm just saying, like, saying lewd things about her. Like she's a whole human being. You know what I mean? Like she doesn't just <laughs> unlike Laura Ingram. <laughs> unlike Laura Ingram. Unlike Laura Ingram. I don't even know who Laura Ingram is. Um, she also slammed the GOP for perpetuating the whole she wore clothes in a magazine. Let's pretend uh, they're her hers gimmick which she called the classic Republican strategy of let's willfully act stupid. And if the public doesn't like our performative stupidity <laughs> seriously, then we'll claim bias. Um, very on the nose. I don't think that's what those are called, uh, Miss Cortez, but I do agree with you. Um, I'm not going to read the rest. It's basically they're just trying to point shit out. And then also, too, this is my trip, right? So socialism, economic socialism, which has nothing to do with like communism and shit, but they love to, to fucking confuse the two because no one's ever took in political science. Like, they don't fucking understand. Um, I've seen socialist countries like Norway hmm. or Finland. Some women do have very nice designer clothing on. How'd they do that? Is it an impossibility? No, it's not. Some people do make more money. Economic socialism means that the people who don't make more money, their basic services are taken care of, yeah. right? So people in the service industry, the retail industry, whatever, they're not making ends meet. Those ends are met for them. Their health insurance is taken care of. Their kids are always going to have a meal, stuff like that, because the taxes are a little higher to sort that out. That doesn't mean that it's fucking Russia, well, or I'm sorry, the Soviet Union. Well, no, you know what I mean. You hear, you hear all the times, and this is conservatives because remember, Trump and the conservatives don't like educated voters because what they always point to is they point to Cuba, they point to Venezuela, because those are the which only is a dictatorship. Which though, pretty well, I don't, Venezuela well, was just a. Well, I don't know what the fuck was wrong. Well, the thing is, is that, you know, because nobody, nobody ever mentions that, yeah, a lot of Europe has socialism, even the UK, socialism, socialism, medicine, socialized yeah. medicine. They have that socialized schools. Canada. Yeah, Canada. So, but the thing is, is that what happened with Venezuela, which they like to point out, they go, oh, it was a rich country and then they turned social. No, it wasn't. It was rich under socialism. The reason why was because they were making money off of their oil reserves because it was owned by the people. Then the guy before this this guy Madure the the guy before him, um, yeah. privatized the oil company, saying the government was taking it over. So technically, capitalism ruined Venezuela. Exactly. So he started hoarding all the money from that, and the money never made it back to the city. So then there you go. The thing is, too, is, is people. The main issue is socialism and communism get. People use the terms interchangeable, and they're not the same thing. Not at all. In any stretch of the imagination. Now, was so did socialism get implemented in communism? Yes, but they're two separate things. Yeah. And socialism can come in a lot of different. You can forms. say a version of socialism ended up in communism right. because it wasn't an equal, an equal socialism. <laughs> right. But you know, when the state is running everything, and that's the thing is, like, you have these countries like Finland or. Well, most of Europe now, I mean, for God's sakes, um, they have socialism and they have the free health care and the, every it's not just health care, but that's what the what people usually talk about. But just everything's kind of taken care of the, the necessity. They still work. 
they still people still get promotions people still make more money than some people you know it's it's the same situation it's just that the poor the people that are hurting either temp- temporarily or they're in a situation that they can't come up it doesn't exist as much it's yeah. it's fixed yeah i mean what yeah. people what people seem to not get it's like i was listening to um this podcast uh npr left right and center and there was a concern. So they, t- they they talk about an issue. They have a guy who's middle of the road and obviously a liberal and a conservative. And they were talking about middle um, middle um, uh, income. Oh, God. Minimum wage increase. God, I don't know why the, that's, that yeah. phrase just could not come out of my mouth. <laughs> um, and he was saying, and, um, you know, everybody's saying, you know, $15 is a livable wage, you know, to start out at. And, uh, you know, and, and the 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 liberals going, yeah, she goes, well, right now in this market, there's people working two or three jobs, you know, to, exactly. su- to, to, to supply for their family, which is making their, their family suffer in other ways. Right. Because and, a lot of people in this country only think about economics. Oh, you're making X amount of money. So your life is perfectly fine. No, if a single mom has to work three jobs, she's not raising her children. Exactly. And the guy, the, the conservative was saying that, um, that by giving a minimum wage increase, and it's going to it's going to cut down on jobs, which all of the stuff he was late was already been economically proven invalid mm-hmm. um, because a lot of states, a lot of cities have already implemented that. And this big rush off of jobs and layoffs and stuff never happened. It was the pandemic that did all that. But uh, he was saying that you're outlawing a second job. And she's like, how? And he's like, well, you're going to have, you know, um, less jobs because people are going to 15. And she she goes, no, but. It's there's no way in saying that, oh, well, you're making 15 on this job. You can't make another 15 on another job. But and then he ran into um, this one, which I it made me just like, oh, my God, you you're a fucking moron. He says he goes, yeah, he goes. But, you know, if somebody wants to work an 11 hour a dollar an hour job, you know, they should be able to not get 15. You know, I mean, why get the free money? What? And then the, the girl goes, how was that free money? They're working for that money it took him four examples before he came up with one that was actually logical someone that is so out of touch with the working class he can't even form an opinion his opinion was based off of something that happened when he was 19 years old he worked at an independent movie theater in 1932 (laughs) it was 1992 he was working at an independent movie theater and the the bigger movie theaters um basically took a lot of his um profit so he couldn't uh Oh, or no, raised the minimum wage so he couldn't afford to pay them and had to shut down. And now, and um, so that's basically, that's what he was basically saying was the impetus for his yeah, decision. Yeah, but isn't that capitalism? That's capitalism, yeah. What the I, fuck? And I'm like going, wait, but that's what conservatives like, the free market will work itself out. If you're on the wrong end of, on the in the free market, well, there you go, that's the free market. But what eventually he got around to saying was, he goes, he goes, my big fear, and I was like, oh, the last four weren't Here your we big go. fears? He goes, no, but this actually made sense. He goes, but in in area, he goes, I think states should be allowed to dictate. He goes, because you have certain areas that you can get by on $11, $12 an hour, lower standards of living that you can get by mm. in, in, in certain areas. And by forcing them to go $15 an hour, you may be hurting those. And then the, la- the, the girl goes, that I can understand. I get that point of view. She goes, yeah, but all the and other that's one. That's how the system is now. Like the yeah. minimum wage is different in every state. Yeah. But, you know, it was like going, oh my God, but it took you all of the, that's why nobody listens to you because the first four, the first three arguments, you're like, you're an idiot. You don't know what you're talking about. It's because the first 
few bits are trying to pull heartstrings. Stop trying to pull heartstrings yeah. and just come up with some facts, bro. But it was like going, like, it was like going, you know, it's like free money. Like, what the hell are you talking about? But if you look at some of the more successful European states, the Netherlands, Sweden, um, Switzerland, Finland, when people immigrate to their country, they're given money. They're given money to come in and they're given money for a certain amount of time. I think it's six months to a year. I think the UK even does this too. Um, they're given support. Basically, it's it's like unemployment. It's like, um, or no, no, what is it called? Like SSI welfare. or welfare, you know, for at least, for, I think for the first they year. Get them, they get that stamp book at the first day of the month. <laughs> And what they do is, is that they give them money for, so they, and then they get free, you know, education because it's, you know, so socialized education. So they can actually get a place to live start to um, go to school to learn maybe something or begin to look for a job so they can become a, a, a productive member of society. Right. And that's the big difference with here. Everybody's like, Oh, pick you up. You're by your investing people. in your people. Yeah. And here we don't do that. We want to get rid of welfare for, and don't get me wrong. There are small section of people that abuse it. The yeah. But the percentage is so low. It's yeah. so much lower than people think. I know it is, but you and have, people get caught all the time too. Oh, yeah, and yeah. they get some felony charges. Yeah. You know, and you always hear them going, Oh, well the, um, the out of work black women keep having kids so they can, you know, catch welfare. It's like, it's like, you know what? Not necessarily. But also but, too, they, they say, Oh, like, um, I don't work black women. I don't, they always say black women too. Yeah. Um, have a million kids so they can keep getting tax credits. It hasn't been like that since the fucking early '90s because they capped they you cap at three. The yeah, they cap you at three. So having because when I had kids, I was I wasn't doing it for the tax breaks, but I was like, <laughs> I I remember I did my taxes when I had four kids, and I noticed only three were being included. And this is back when I did it at a tax place, and I go, oh, don't I get credit for the fourth one? I thought he did it wrong. He goes, oh, no, no, it's 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 capped at three. I go, oh, okay, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, yeah, so that whole um, that whole notion is dated. And that's the issue, too. A lot of, a lot of the GOP, their examples are dated. Yeah. And also, it, do, it doesn't make any sense. And, you and know? We've, we've talked about this before where our welfare system punishes you for getting ahead. <laughs> you ain't got to tell me. <laughs> and the thing is, is that it should be designed to help you yeah. And you get a certain amount, not, oh, well, you're making this much money, so we're going to cut you down this much, so because you're not it's, getting it's, anywhere. It's overly simplified and cold. So it's like you now make X amount of money, so now you have, you've gone from $1,000 of food stamps a month to nothing. Yeah. It's like, cool, now I'm broker. Yeah. You know, I'm never going to get out of this fucking hole. And it's know? like, it and should be. Luckily, it should, I was able to. But. Yeah, it should be designed to say, okay. We're going to, um, you're making this much. Okay. You're making $10 an hour. Okay. We're going to adjust how much money you get to get you to $15 an hour. Like there was a solid, I would say three or four years where it was that I was at a section eight and it was the whole time I was at section eight apartment. And I started when we first moved in, I didn't have a job because mm. I was still looking. So our rent was like $70 and we got like $1,200 a month in food stamps and um, and I'll fucking say it. I don't care. Um, I have a lot of children, obviously, so you get a lot of money. Um, and I even felt guilty about that. Like I need to work. It's ridiculous, you know. As soon as I got a job, the food. St I got a job and I was making eleven dollars an hour when I started working at Best Buy. I'm like, cool. They cut my food stamps down. I had five kids at the time. 
Did I? No, I had all of them. I had all six. Um, they cut my food stamps to $400 a month. So from 1200 to 400 And my rent got adjusted because yeah. Section 8 rent is based on income. That went up to like 900 a month. Oh, shit. So I'm like, I have no money. Yeah. I, for three or four months, I had to work so much overtime just to make ends meet. Now, I'm not complaining. I work. All right? That's fine. But, but I'm thinking in terms of a single parent. These single moms out here, they got to do that. They don't have another parent to help them. Who's raising their kids when they have to do this? Yeah. They can't even raise their own children because they got to feed their fucking children. The system is broken. Oh, yeah. It's just really and, – and I and I really did feel – now, I'm I'm not the type of person to, to succumb to hopelessness. It's just not part of my personality. I'm not saying I'm better than anybody. It's just how I am. But I could feel it from the people – in the apartment complex that they were just there's no point yeah they're stuck in it so it's like you know it's like well i, can, I might as well make this as easy as possible exactly because it's like just look whatever. i can i can do this um i can live squeak by with this or i could get a job and then i'm even le- i'm I'm even less inclined to be able to afford anything else and so, a lot of it a lot of it is education because when and i explain this to my kids Education isn't just reading stuff out of a book and remembering it. The more you learn at school and stuff is the more you learn how to learn mm-hmm. and how to how to kind of evaluate a situation and predict the future based on what you're doing. You know, and I was educated enough <laughs> to know if I keep working, like I'll make this much and I need to make this much to get out. If I keep fucking pu- pushing, I will eventually break that fucking barrier and get the fuck out of here. Yeah. You know, but a lot of people that that doesn't come to them, you know, and they're just like, I'm, I have to stay for a lot of people to the immigrants and stuff like that because they're unaware of the system and their rights and what they can do, you know? So it's just like, it's sad. It, yeah. it really is sad. And, um, and I think too, like, AOC is is one of my favorite like politicians in, in recent years because even if you don't fully agree with what she says all the time, she's a she's a politician I haven't seen in a long time who actually is speaking for the working class. She's not using the working class as a talking point. She was the working class. Yeah. They always make yeah. fun that she was a bartender, and I'm like, good. I'm like, so what? She knows what it's like. I get you know because they would they were making fun of um her and Biden because they didn't receive the Republicans were making fun of her since she didn't receive an Ivy League education. And I go, I go, yeah, but to I go, so let me get this straight. You guys go around claiming that you represent the working man, but you all went to Ivy League schools. Um, I'm pretty sure most of the people that you consider the common man didn't go to them either. So how are you knocking them when they're prob- they're more inclined to have gone through having to work to get themselves through school than you did? That's the biggest issue. Like, I'm not knocking anybody for their family having money and them doing the best thing they can by their kids. I get it. You know what I mean? But don't sit there when you was in an Ivy when you was in when you were in an <laughs> Ivy League school and you never ever suffered. Like you never wanted for anything. Um, maybe you had some fabricated issues that rich people like to make up for themselves in their family life, but you know, you always had a, had food on your plate. I mean, there was times when I was a kid, man, I didn't even fucking eat, you know? So it's difficult for me 
to listen to someone in an ivory tower tell me they know best for me. Yeah. It's patronizing. You know, I'd rather have a politician who was a bartender, who was in the fucking streets trying to struggle, make money, and just trying to make ends meet. I'll listen to her, even if I don't agree with her every every moment of my life. I'm still gonna listen to her more because that's it. She's me. You know what I mean? It's it's a more equal playing field. Fucking Donald Trump. It's fuck off. You know, I'm sorry I never purchased a skyscraper in New York. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You know what I mean? It's just it's the patronizing bit of yeah. it because a rich person can be for the people. It's happened many times, but it's usually in that tone of, I see you suffering and I want to help. They don't try to frame it as like, I fully understand what you're going through because that's a lie. It's impossible for you to understand. Just like I can't understand what it's like to go to an Ivy League college and develop a coke habit. Yeah, I don't fucking know what their issues are. Obviously, I'm emotionally connected to this problem. <laughs> but um, I, do like a, I do like AOC for that, though, because she's a person. You know, she's not putting a show on. Yeah. And she's and and in all in all of it too, because she's made mistakes and stuff like that. Good, I'm tired of this. I'm pretending to be perfect bullshit. Well, fuck you then. Hmm. I can't relate to a perfect person. Yeah, and not for nothing. <laughs> when she when she on the what what does she work in the Senate? Yeah. No, no Congress. Congress. The, uh, the House of Representatives. The House of Representatives. Well, we're gonna name all of them. We'll get it right eventually. Hmm. Um. When she's in the House of Representatives with them glasses on, listen, <laughs> she can ask me whatever the fuck she like. You feel me? Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll stop rambling on. I just classism, I think, is the biggest problem in this country and no one realizes it. Yeah. They think everything's racism. It's not. There is racism. Racism yeah. is a real thing. But most of the problems today are classism. Because it it's just people go black people are poor. Once the poor and then they white, treat them like poor people. <laughs> once if the most most of the poor white people actually understood that and then started siding with everybody else, that's when things start start to get scary for the for the right. for the elites. Because then all of a sudden it, the the framework that's been set up doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And I was a poor white person, and there's plenty of them, you know. And it's but. I'm going to be real. Most poor white people, they buy into that bullshit too. And even though they're living, their neighbor's black or Hispanic, they still, some. I've met a lot of them that still vote Republican and they think that they are somehow better than their person, the person next to them because the person next to them wasn't born in this country. Yeah. Kind of bullshit. And luckily I grew up in a family that thought that was nonsense because it is nonsense. <laughs> We're all trying to fucking put food on the plate and make sure our kids are safe. Yeah. It's the same shit. And I don't know. It's better to struggle together than to be above everybody and, you know, not give a fuck. The struggle's real out here. <laughs> right? Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Even though it got heavy at the end. <laughs> <laughs> you like this, this slice of joy. <laughs> And would like to help us out, you can donate, of course. All donations will help the to improve the quality of the shows, the quality of the beer, the quality of the steaks, okay? Because <laughs> we're trying to get some steak dinners out here. Um, head over to the blog and click on the PayPal link if you feel so inclined. Uh, and if you can't help us out monetarily, which we get, 
We get Trust it. me. We get I just it. went through a 20 minute spiel about struggle. I understand. <laughs> uh, comment on the show. Uh, share it with others. Help get the word out. Uh, listen to the ads on the show because we make money for anyone that listens to these ads. So, you know, it's not much, but if you want to support us, it's a great way to help us out. Yeah. Um, we have other shows too. If you don't want to just listen to one, if you can't get enough, right. Um, on the lazy East network, by the way, I didn't finish the sentence before I started going <laughs> on some bullshit. We have a star Trek podcast, the away team, uh, new episodes every Friday and the fine line. Stephen's uh, social commentary podcast, uh, drops new episodes every Wednesday. Um, which honestly is a fucking bomb ass show. Um, so don't, you know, don't go, Oh my God, Adam's not on it. I can't watch. No, 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 no. <laughs> go watch it. All right. Or listen to it. Honestly, it's more coherent because I'm not on it. <laughs> there so, is a little more structure on there. <laughs> right. It makes more sense. It's not like, wait, what's happening? No, you go listen to that shit. Um, I listened to, I forget what episode it was. It was an older one, but I was listening to it when I was taking a walk in the morning and I was laughing my ass off and I passed this chick that was walking her dog. She looked at me like I was a lunatic because <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <laughs> And um, anyway, you can find all these shows on our blog, lazygeeks.com, wherever you got this show. Um, also, just in, in line for uh, the away team, uh, the this month, November, will be the last month that I do this show, that I do this, and then I'll be taking a, a break for the holidays, and right. then I'll be coming back in early 2021 with kind of a new structure for the series, so uh, be able to check that out. Oh, we have to discuss what we're going to do for the holidays for all the shows, huh? We haven't even had that talk yet. No, but I, I had some thoughts that I figure. Basically, what's going to happen is Steve's <laughs> going to say something and I'm going to go, that sounds great. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I think it's very, there's very few times where I go, eh. no, it's it's usually when you're like, I don't know what to do. Then I, I'm like, okay, well, maybe we can do this or this or this. And then I take and then you pick one. And then I take pieces of each of Adam's and it's like, Oh, well, yes. we can do it like this. They're like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> We're an excellent team. Okay. Uh, also uh, reach out to us. Give us a little tickle, you know, oh. um, <laughs> or if you don't like that, you can just leave us a comment or a question or idea for future episodes. You can hit us up on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram all under at the lazy geeks or email us the mailbag at the lazy geeks.com. All right. So that is it for us this week. Um, so, <laughs> Uh, next time we meet, it'll be after the election, so that should be a whole new bag of... <laughs> what do you think they're going to have the votes tally? I, From what I'm hearing, I think we're probably going to... A little might, late, I think. We might have a good idea by Wednesday. Um, yeah, but, but then, what recount are we going to be on? But that's, that's my the question. Thing. You, well, lawsuits, you know, that's the real big thing. There's the lawsuits after that, so we'll have to see. I don't know, I'm just kind of like... Wednesday, can you fucking believe it, bro? Yeah. Wednesday. Yep. That's not that far. Yeah. I'm going to have a my my episode of the the fine line will be out probably late, either Wednesday mm -hmm. night or Thursday because I'm going to kind of just do kind of a little bit of a free uh free one just talking about what's happening, my views and kind of what I think. How how ang how angry Steve is on that podcast from now on is dependent on who wins the election. <laughs> so, no, I'm not going to be that guy. Um, I'm gonna, I'm just, you know, it's gonna, I think it's gonna be a little more mellow either way, whoever wins. Wouldn't it be funny? And I thought about this the other day. Let's say Trump wins. Just, you know, let's right. just say he does. Right. 
but everything else is Democrat, the House, Congress, <laughs> all of it. So then we have a president that can't do anything. Right. But also, and it would just be funny. But, but then nothing would happen for right. four years. But the thing is, is that, and here's the bigger thing. If the Democrats get a supermajority in the Senate, then they can pass whatever they want. Trump can veto it. They'll have a supermajority to make it a law anyway. So yeah. there could be that. So it's like, hmm, that might be interesting. <laughs> so it, so basically what I'm saying is if Trump wins, which I, I honestly, I'm reading the tea leaves on this one. I don't think he's going to. But if he did, it doesn't mean that it's going to be horrible. Because I honestly think Congress ain't going to be predominantly Republican. Yeah. Because a lot of people have been paying more attention to how fucking dumb Congress is right now. Yeah. And those are the fucking movers and shakers right there. I mean, the Democrats, I think, need three or four to <laughs> Not that take, many. take control of the a, Senate. Yeah. So, so we'll it's like, I think it's worse for Congress. I think the Republicans are pretty heavy in Congress right now. Yeah. But. I don't think so, bro. I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna shift. It's gonna be real interesting if all of a sudden we wake up on Wednesday, and we have a Democrat, Democratic president, the House is Democrat, Congress is Democrat. Like that's gonna be. It's almost a little scary if you think about well, it. Well, we had that for we had that for two years in Obama's administration, and a lot of shit got done. Yeah, and then de- Republicans got scared, and then reminded Democrats that oh yeah you need to vote in midterms too so because that's when they took control alright so until next time I'm Stephen Vargas I'm Adam Riley we're thinking so you don't have to and still wear a goddamn mask <laughs>